everybody, I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. And welcome to Worldview Finder, episode 21. We did it. We you said we weren't going to make past 20. I said 99% of podcasts and don't. Here we are. The 1%. Have we made it? <laughs> oh, we've yes. made it. Of course we've made it. Do they stop? Do they just stop after 20 episodes? This one won't actually upload. You guys, if you were seeing this, something went very well. <laughs> something... Yeah, I think I closed out my window on <laughs> what <laughs> we're talking about which, today. Yeah. So, but no, uh, we're going to be talking about like like some more kids content stuff. If you're if you're not a kid or don't have kids, don't worry. You, this will be relevant. So, because um, yeah. there there's some new stuff on Disney and Netflix that came out in this in the last few weeks, and then uh, but we're going to talk about maybe some uh, we're we're going to give some tips if you're a creator out there. If you're a content creator, we're going to give you some tips on how to create well especially like with worldview stuff in mind and all that. So uh, that's, that's my goal at least. It's our lineup today. Maybe if that happens, I'll be, and of course we're going to talk about what's happening in Florida. So, <laughs> all right, Adrian, you watched the princess Lego movie this week. I did. How, or last week or whatever. How was no, it? it? It came out. I think it came out on Friday. Yeah. Or, so but this it was, is, we're recording behind the scenes we're recording no oh, we're recording a week in advance <laughs> yeah, whoops so. uh it came out last friday yeah so you um, saw it yeah and so you know it was okay it reminded me of like the, <laughs> it was okay it reminded me of like the tinkerbell movies even though i haven't seen them where it's like a little bit <laughs> off brand it reminded me <laughs> hey, reminded the me never beast was fantastic i keep hearing that i keep hearing that the <laughs> never beast was really good shepherd loves it so. yeah so it's anyway, sunny, sunny back in the day. it's uh, five Disney princesses, not not your typical ones. It's oh, like Moana, Rapunzel, Snow. Well, Snow White is a typical one, but um, and then Tiana. Oh, getting Tiana back in Princess there. and Ariel. So the five of them get trapped by Gaston, who's the villain. Oh, he's back. but you know it is all the original voices, so all of the wow. Disney princesses play. Their characters, which is which is kind of cool. Was it the live action Little Mermaid or the no cartoon Little Mermaid? The OG. cartoon Little Mermaid. Right. Um, and well, I think one of them passed away though. Was it the Little Mermaid? Oh my gosh! I don't know. Well, the voices anyway. But Gaston is the original John, voice as well. Forgotten. No. So okay. anyway, it's it's really it's a very simple com, like it. What what am I trying to say? Simple comedy, like it's just. Simple comedy. Wait, is it content. A simple concept? Simple content. Con- sorry, I, you, said, you said sorry, con, my brain and I was going with comedy. Pregnancy brain. Um, but the message is that friendship, being together, the you know the power of working together, is more important than being a loner who stores up treasures. Oh. So. Power of friendship. So, is this take place after Beauty and the Beast? Where is it in the Disney Cinematic Universe? Yeah, because how is Gaston still alive? That's what I want to know. Who's Gaston? Oh, he's he, the bad guy in Beauty and the Beast. Have you not seen Beauty and the Beast? He also dies in this one. So he oh, my. oh, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Wait, gosh, I haven't watched it yet. It's all right. Well, you know, at least he's a bad guy. So so, so content-wise, like, is it... I mean, it's very clean. Simple. That's what I'm saying. It's for kids. It's Yeah. It, like, my five-year-old son watched it three times this week <laughs> this week how long is it is it's it? an hour okay. okay one trip to holiday world so he watched oh, it on the way there on the way back he made me watch it the next morning wow, because back, back, back. he liked it so much really good. so yeah it's i mean it's definitely got some funny bits because it's yeah. lego and 
Um, it made Andy and I laugh. So, but it, it's like I said, the messaging is very simple of just like, if we work together, the power of friendship, we can defeat Gaston. No. So, (laughs) no, I think, well, so in contrast that to, let's talk about your, what you saw on Netflix came out. I saw the monkey King. Also Uh, came out last. Last Friday. Yeah. Friday. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a story of the Monkey King. It's a, a legend in Chinese folklore. Uh, there's also a live action movie, The Forbidden Kingdom, I think. Oh, with Jackie Chan and Jet Li. I wow. think it might have been their first movie that they appeared together. Throwback. And so, so that one is also about the legend of the Monkey King. But uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. But so I, I knew a little bit of the lore going into this, uh, and I read the plugged in review, and I. Maybe I just misremembered it, but if I like right at that day, and I was like, "Oh, this is a new," and like they said, "Yeah, there's some like spiritual Eastern spiritualism and stuff," but it's like the whole thing. So, yeah. so the Monkey King, his deal—he's a monkey, uh, and he is half immortal, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> but he, he's half immortal. Yeah, so he can sort of almost die. I don't what? know, but but he's like he wants to be immortal and. And he's kind of told his whole life, you don't belong here because he was born out of a rock. So he doesn't really like, I don't know, some rock opened up and the monkey was inside. But he's like, he has laser vision. And so he's like, of course. Yeah, he's like, ah, I got laser eyes. But he's trying, like he, at a young age, he sees some injustice because there's these like demons that come into the city and steals a monkey. And he's like, why is nobody doing anything to stop it? He's like, you broke the rules. You got into the light and you're supposed to stay in the shadows and you're supposed to not mess with things. And he's like, oh, I'm going to mess with things. And they kick him out of the little monkey area that he didn't even really belong in, but he just found these monkeys. So so he like grows up and he's like trained. And now he goes and he's like, well, how do I become immortal? How do I get the gods to notice me? And they're like, if you kill 100 demons. And so he goes and kills 100 demons. And he's like expecting these great things, but then nobody pays attention. And so it's just him on his quest for immortality he wants to live forever, but more importantly, he wants to be significant. Like he wants mm, okay. somebody to recognize him. And so along the way, he meets a, a human girl that's like, I would be your assistant. And he's like, I don't need an assistant. Like, and, and just him wrestling with, yeah, uh, it's a little bit like Puss in Boots where he's kind of realizing like, maybe I don't like need all the glory and all this stuff. Maybe I just need to be, have friends and stuff. But what's interesting is like, cause his worldview is kind of like take, like if it's there for the taking, you take it, you do what you need to do to get things done. And the girl tries to like say, Hey, I need you to come help my village. But he like, won't listen. Like he's just kind of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And so, so she like tricks him and then takes, there's like a staff that he has that makes him really powerful. So he, he takes that staff. Uh, she takes the staff and then he gets really mad. at her. He's like, I just did what you told me to do. I take what I needed to get the things done. He's like, well, it's not like, and he, and so I like when people are confronted with their own worldview, like, because we talk about that on here. If you played this out, if everybody behaved this way, yeah. would you be okay with that? And so uh, they weren't. But in it, like, so so content-wise, like, they, they do go to hell. Like, they say that. They, like, they visit hell, do some stuff down there, fight some people. Like a Buddhism version of hell. Yeah, so there's, like, these long lines of, like, white cloud figures, and they kind of are basically facing judgment, kind of. Like, they walk up and also So, yeah, but then there's a heavenly realm there's not people there's just like the gods and they're just kind of hanging out there and yeah. so but yeah but the monkey king like he's up in heavenly realms he's in hell he's doing every, he's wow. fighting everybody All over place. he's gonna wow. be he's gonna be the, but it ends near the end like 
this big Buddha figure like picks up the girl and he's kind of transparent and he like he talks every once in a while but he like kind of she like like he like puts her in her his stomach and then she starts belly. talking for Buddha and, and then Mickey's like wait is that you and he's like yeah I don't know how this is happening but <laughs> she's like talking for Buddha and it's the weird like it sounds weird it is it is a little bit weird yeah. uh and so but yeah but like so I, it, but it did open up some conversations with my kids after i was like hey you know this isn't real right and like how do we find immortality and how do we like like that because he was always striving to find it and yeah. then but like he was still disappointed with his life and so it's about him finding the power of love and like the power of friendship friendship yeah he didn't even want immortality immortality was to make him friends he just wanted friends. No, well, he wanted to be the most powerful. Oh, yeah, okay. and so that too. So when he gains immortality, yeah, then he like then the power goes to his head, and he like becomes he starts to become the bad guy, and that's when Buddha has to step in, like oh, I'm gonna fix this. Feed me apples, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, mm. but yeah, and so but as I was watching that, I I want to get like we'll, we'll go to the four to foible here, and then get back into this because because I was thinking like. This is blatantly Buddhist. Like, it's yeah. blatantly, like, saying, here's how this works, and here's, like, you need to live a good life, and, like, those kind of things. And so I was thinking, like, okay, why, why is this missing from the Christian space? Because we have the best story of all time, the greatest story ever told. And so, why, like, why do we miss that? So I, I want to I jump into that after this. But oh, Stay man. tuned. Florida foible. First, we're gonna cover ourselves. First, we're yeah. We're gonna dump ourselves on Mountain Dew. All right. So this lady had a roommate. She's thirty, and the roommate was seventy-five. Uh, the roommate ends up murdered, and she's in. The seventy-five-year-old is murdered. Yes, and okay. she is called in for questioning because she had a. A weapon on her that was similar to how this person was killed. Actually, two weapons. <laughs> two weapons. Yeah, they walked in and she had a knife and a hammer. Yeah. Sus. She's also bleeding. She had blood on her. Like. Yeah. And so she has blood on her. And so they're like, well, two and two equals four. So it, it could be a coincidence. It could be a coincidence, but two we're going to see. Two plus two equals four. <laughs> yeah. That'll come back later. <laughs> and so, so she gets into the questioning room in the police station. They give her a Diet Mountain Dew, and as they're talking, she like is just kind of killing time or whatever. She's oh. <laughs> no, she's killing. she's not like Second she's not really she's answering their questions stuff. So they try to take the Mountain Dew from her, and then she like, gets this great idea. Well, if they can't, if the evidence isn't there, so she just starts pouring Mountain Dew all over her hair and on the blood, like just just douses herself in Mountain Dew. To hide, the, so they can't get the evidence off of Makes her, sense. the DNA yeah. evidence, and all that stuff. And so Mountain Dew is very potent. This so that would definitely work. Is okay. So this is a back reaching in your mind, Jimmy. You weren't born yet. Homestar Runner, mm-hmm. um, from the old internet days. There is a skit that they do called DNA Evidence, and Homestar Runner always asks. For a nice cold glass of Mountain Dew. <laughs> really? Yes. Wait, it's called DNA evidence. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Maybe I she the, saw this because I remember Maybe he like goes, "Don't mind if I dew." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that line, <laughs> but uh, 
I'm sorry. Did you, uh, I don't even know some? what that is. I thought I made you watch some. I have that sweatshirt of it. It's going. very possible I watched a clip from it, but oh. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, but anyways, it, it sounds eerily similar to this. So maybe this is where she got inspiration. Yeah, maybe. she did. She's like, I remember that. If Homestar did it, I can, I do, can it. do it. I was raised by a cup of coffee. Um, yeah, so uh, needless to say, it didn't work. They still got the evidence that they needed, and she was arrested. So Mountain Dew does not erase well, DNA evidence. It, it it tampered with it though, so she got in more trouble because oh, yeah. of tampering with evidence. Okay, so Which she, yeah, apparently you're not supposed to do. Yeah, so don't do ma- the don't do Mountain Dew. Don't yeah. Mountain Dew that. So <laughs> Mountain Dew, but I I will say it was creative in that moment. Like you're. You're kind of stuck. stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. You know that this isn't looking well for you since you have a knife and a hammer uh, and blood Mm -hmm. on you. And so you're like, well, Mountain Dew. What would work better? Chocolate milk? Should you ask for... (laughs) I don't know. No, I feel like something with acidity or... Yeah, maybe maybe a bag of flour. (laughs) I'm really thirsty. Can I have a bag (laughs) of flour? That seems... A little weird. And then you just throw it on the blood. Vinegar, maybe. Pocket flour and it goes in her eyes. <laughs> and eyes and I could really away. go for some apple cider vinegar right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Hot coffee. I should... Hot coffee. <laughs> but yeah, but she's like, oh, I spilled my drink. Can I have another one? And they just keep bringing her different drinks. <laughs> Cherry Pepsi. I don't know. Uh, so, but if you were Mountain Dew, would you use this in an ad? Would you be like... Get rid of DNA evidence. Mountain Dew. But it no. didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible ad. Yeah, yeah. Great at helping solve crimes. And that's a pretty niche audience. Uh, yeah, who, who falls? It's our audience. It's our audience. All the Mountain people. Dew, will you sponsor us, please? Hashtag not a sponsor. Oh. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Mountain Dew. I could, I could be sponsored by Mountain Dew. You could, for sure. I drink a Diet Mountain Dew every day with lunch. Mountain Dew, if you're watching, sponsor this man. Oh, All right. That's your boy. So... Wow. I want to get into Christian art. Christian we, art. We talked about this some on, on the show, but uh, but I there's things like the Monkey King where it's like, okay, this is folklore from uh, China. China and there's like Buddhist influences and stuff, but like Buddha is in this and their version of hell is in this and their version of heaven is in this. And like you see all these things, there's the queen of heaven. There's all these things that are like, I don't say propaganda, but it's like stuff that that their religion knows and people like that that know that religion watch it. And so, um, but it wasn't like, Oh, this is a Buddhist film or whatever. Uh, and so, so why, why do some films get labeled Christian films or Christian art or whatever? Um, and, and how can we do a better job as followers of Jesus to make good art that actually people want to watch? And it would be shown on Netflix. That's not, what did you say? Finding Jesus? Finding Jesus. That is a great uh, kids movie. That's a blatant ripoff of Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. And then from what I've seen is just terrible. What about the, there's like a donkey one like called. Was Star? It John Star? Quixote. I think we talked about that. <laughs> the <other. laughs> Quixote. Yeah. Um, that was good. <laughs> That would have been a good transition if we were talking That's about true. that. So, yeah, uh, the star, which I think was pretty good. Yeah. I, was that with Lady Gaga? No. It had some famous people in Lady it, though, Gaga. I think. I think she was in there. In the kids' movie? Yeah. The star. She voiced one. I didn't watch it. All right. I don't think that's true, but we'll fact see. check it. We'll yeah. fact check it later. Um, so, okay, the star. So, what are some examples where, and, and specifically kid content? Because I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The adult content, <laughs> not like that, but like, <laughs> but like in the 
the like because there's the chosen, which is more yeah, like older, yeah, that's older well and it's well done. Yeah, um, so that's one of them. Um, but what like were you talking about kid? Well, yeah, you went to the the example of Veggie Tales. Like that's yes, the, they did it so good. Yeah, but not where Christians d- wouldn't necessarily watch Veggie Tales. Christians would. I mean, non Christians. Non Christians. Because it's like advertised or. The audience is for Christians. Yeah. Whereas, like Monkey King, you're saying, it's not saying even if you're not. This Buddhist. is a Buddhist film, you know. The well, and that comes out in um, all the Kung Fu Panda movies too. More yeah. so later, like in and maybe in three. Oh yeah, or three. It's like way in there. Yeah, really. but okay. So I don't really love the argument that. Like, why can we show Buddhist content, but we can't show Christian content? Like, why will that be thrown away or whatever? Because I think you have to look at the context of culture. And I would say that a lot of inspirational movies here, they're not showing heaven and hell, I guess, blatantly. But they have, because Christianity is what we consider the story, the truth, then good storytelling will have those components and elements in, in it already. Yeah. Whereas like Buddhism or there's lots of folklore that makes compelling and interesting stories or like that's their culture. And so it's, to me, it's different. Okay. Um, because it is folklore or well i mean not everybody knows that or thinks that but i don't know it just seems to me it just seems different based on like the culture we're in because well because like you could say like uh tangled or whatever that's folklore i mean it's or a fairy tale or whatever yeah and so yeah. they're taking like a fairy tale or something like that and making it into this but their fairy tales are steeped in their religion and so because right. of that like that stuff comes out and so, like, maybe it was, like, to teach kids about the importance of friendship or the importance right. of Right. So, what I would like to see is, like, if a Christian artist or a, a person who is a Christian makes, like, a parable and makes it into a movie where it's not blatantly, like, this is heaven and hell and all of that, like, having all those yeah. things. Right. Um, or even like a Jesus figure. Or, well, yeah, they it would in a way of like, because parables did have stuff like that, but it's like a story, storytelling. Right. So, this is interesting. Um, so, in The Monkey King, so it was very much, there were very many Buddhist elements, but yes. did it feel like it was a Buddhist message or it was just story that happened to be in a Buddhist setting? Um,. No, well, because uh, spoiler alert for the end of this, but yeah, but so at the end, he's like, "We're basically trapping the Monkey King in this cave. We're going to seal up the cave, uh, and you need to find your inner peace. You need to, because yeah. you're you're too full of yourself or whatever. And so, so for five hundred years, he has to find his inner peace or whatever in this rock or what. And so, <laughs> so yeah, so it's. It's like, hey, you have you're not at one with the universe, and so you have to find that inner peace or whatever. And the 
the girl in the story that like she just wanted to do good things but while she was in hell she got to read a little scroll and it said like she didn't make that much of a difference in life like she was insignificant nice. and so she wanted to change that and so yeah. then it's like oh she she did change that and she made a lot of good changes or something in the world so yeah. so yeah so i would say yes there are those elements of like yeah i i need to find my inner peace or i need oh, yeah. to do that well, so and i think go ahead oh i was thinking about like the end of the story or the goal of religions and like for christianity the goal isn't necessarily heaven right and hell the goal is bringing the kingdom here on earth and so sometimes those stories is like what are you doing for your neighbor what do you so that's what i'm saying is like those stories come out in non non-christian ways because it is like helping others or you know those inspirational stories but then other religions do have to include those elements because the end goal is inner peace or the end goal is going to heaven and hell yeah. and those sort of things so they naturally like have to have those yeah so i there. think i think there are yeah you have kind of christian fundamentals or christian ideas in a lot of movies that kind of come out but uh, kind of what we we're talking about so veggie tales is an okay example but from what i've seen i'm sure what a lot of us have seen is the christian art that is out there that is christian yes is typically pretty bad yeah right and the question is why is that and well so we were talking to our our filmmaker friend chris weatherly right before emmy award-winning emmy award-winning yeah and uh and I mean, he made. I, he knows a thing or two about storytelling. Yeah, I would say. And and he is a follower of Jesus. And so, but he was saying a lot of times, is it propaganda or is it art? And yeah. so the propaganda is I have a message that I'm trying to push on this group of people watching this. And he gave the example of the I always forget the name of it, the the new movie with Jim Caviezel. Who? Jim Caviezel. Jim the, the Weasel. The, the guy who played Jesus in the Passion. The child trafficking. Oh, the sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. Final yeah. answer. <laughs> the sound of freedom. Uh, yeah, and so that one, it, it it is a Christian worldview, but there's not a like, oh, this person prayed to receive Christ moment. Right. Yeah. There's not that in there, and so it's more like, hey, we need to do good in our world. Like, there's a lot of evil that's happening. Like, how can you make a difference in this? And and that's a very Christian message of like, hey, take care of children and take care of those that are defenseless and things like that and so um yeah so there so is it is it propaganda but when you're making something like you want like okay if this is the only christian film that somebody sees will they know the steps that they have to take to get <laughs> saved yeah. like kind of thing and yeah and I, I think as followers of jesus like we're kind of trained that way because we have a guy in our college ministry that he's like i don't he's like how do you know if you're saved and like all the college students i let them just discuss it and stuff and they're like all this stuff. Well, finally a girl goes, well, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God? And he's like, I, I do. And she's like, okay, you're good. And it's like, you have to have that yeah. phrase said, or you have to pray this prayer and then, yeah. then, then you're official or whatever. And so I think like people get caught up in those details. Yeah. Like, and so they feel like they have to put that in there. Yeah. I didn't, neither one of you saw, uh, God's not dead. The first one. I saw it. Oh, did you? No. So Kevin Torbo, Hercules. No, but it, but in it, there's a moment where 
like this guy's dying and they and he's Spoiler he's been alert. atheist the whole time. And so but they pray in that moment when he got hit by a car and they're laying in the street and he's like they're praying with him to receive Jesus and then he dies. And you're like, Okay. But it had to be like it's like, okay, he had to pray this prayer or whatever. Yeah. And that's like the the money like the end all yeah, the like thing the you shot. have to do. Like, this is the thing. But like I feel like good storytelling makes somebody question those like it should it should be good storytelling should be the like part of the process right not the end of like that instruction where you said like where it becomes propaganda yeah, yeah. well yeah and I, I think it to kind of put it all together i think what it comes down to is i've heard this is when you're making a film or anything like that you don't want to give the audience four you want to give them two plus two so basically what that means is you don't want to blatantly tell them, hey, this is the answer. This is the lesson behind it. This is what you should learn from it. But you give them the pieces where they can come to that conclusion themselves. Yeah. So I, I recently read a book uh, called Death to Deconstruction uh, by, I forget the guy's name. Um, but he, in that book, would, would tell these stories about his life in and he wouldn't give you the answer, but you knew like that. Yeah. That's what I really liked yeah. about that book. Cause he would, he told a story about a cop pulling him over and just treating him awful. And like all like things he said to him, the way he like tore up his car, all this stuff. And then like, he's telling his friend about it and his friend's like, Oh, did you get his name? He's like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, that's a deacon at my church. And you're like, what? Like, I mean, you just yeah. get yeah. so mad because you're like, this shouldn't be, but he doesn't say that guy was wrong. You're like, he just tells you the story and you're like, that guy is wrong. Like you draw yeah, that conclusion. He, that. he doesn't tell you what to think about it, but it's like, he tells the story so well that, you know, this is what I should think about this thing. And, and yeah, and that's what Jesus did with the parables. Like it was, he would tell these stories. So I, here's the example I think of, and people get mad at me for this, but Harry Potter. So uh, JK Rowling came out as Christian. Uh, what? No, but like after, I mean, after she had written them, she's like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And people are like, well, why didn't you say that before or whatever? She's like, I thought that would give away the whole story because she uses Bible verses. I mean, there's like on the grave, there's a Bible verse. And I think at the beginning of one of the books, there's a Bible verse really? that she oh. uses. Um, I didn't know this. But once she said that, I went back in my mind and like looked at it from that lens. Harry Potter's Jesus. He's not. He's uh, us. He? He's oh, us. Okay, in nice. the but yeah, it was like it. Spoiler alert! It changed that series for me. Like really? it was yeah. crazy because because the whole story is about our plight with sin and our battle, and like he's marked as a kid with sin, and he fights that sin nature. And he's like, there's parts of the. Well, that's this, why people argued that before she even came out as that, where it was like people were like, "Ooh, witchcraft!" And like, well, you can view witchcraft as sin like yeah. <laughs> whether you're using it for good or evil you know right it's yeah and I, I know like when when in, anytime there's magic and stuff people are like oh well, that's against the bible but yeah. um but then they're okay with lord of the rings or uh c.s lewis the chronicles of narnia they're like well that's that's good and bad like <laughs> I, I, yeah. we won't get into that argument but but leave a comment and we we can what talk about that? it later but, but that, honest too. yeah and so so then that opened up for me, like the ability to talk to people about some of that stuff yeah. that she, cause like everybody likes her. Well, not everybody ever. that's not a Christian. Like everybody. <laughs> no, but there, yeah. So, so there are people that are like, Oh, and then you talk to them and you can have this conversation because it's like, Oh, there's, 
like this battle that goes on within us, uh, yeah. like this sin nature that we're trying to get rid of, and like Harry Potter has to die to himself. Like it's yeah. Well, I think it's yeah. interesting because one way to communicate and really get someone a message because sometimes if you do just tell them the answer, it feels like you're preaching at them and there's no common ground there. Yeah. But if you can, like the you were saying with the cop story, if you can tell a story that illustrates that, then one that kind of builds common ground between us, be like, oh, okay, we are more alike than we're different. And then you can almost see where the person's coming from because it's packaged in a story. Yeah. yeah. And most likely, at least Americans, I would say, have heard the gospel in some form i mean maybe not but in storytelling you're like i'm that's what jesus did and again spoken yeah. in parables so that people would have an understanding that was beyond just telling them straightforward so would you say that monkey king was would you categorize it as propaganda or just storytelling no, just storytelling i would say yeah because there wasn't it, it, yeah, because it just kind of left it out there of like, well, is this a good way to live? Like this, this monkey king is very selfish and all this stuff, or or should you find enlightenment and all this stuff? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It can st- you can still, and that's why we have the podcast. Is most stories or most pieces of media they do have an underlying worldview? Yeah. Right. And if you look for that, okay, kind of the in credits last uh, sentence moment, they're kind of giving you, okay, this is what we think it should be. So there's yeah. still a worldview there. It's just not. That's what just our not podcast is for. Yeah, and um, what was I going to say? I can't remember right now. You don't know. But I do think that, so talking about just throwing the message at them, I I think that's one of the main reasons why Christian art is typically bad because as Christians, we're like, oh, this message is so important. We have to get this to the people. And so they focus all their time and resources in delivering the message but not actually making the art itself good. Yeah. So a great example or a terrible example of that was his only son, which I saw in theaters and <laughs> did not like. they, they had a budget of $250,000 for a full length movie, which the typical movie is like $50 million and they spent 250,000 and, but it was the Abraham and Isaac story. So they're like, Oh, this is so important. People need to know about this. And it was just done terribly. And then I'm like, I would not want anyone to see this. This no, does, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemies. Exactly. So it's like, but you have like The Chosen where you still, I, I think if it's done really well, then you can even have where it's almost following along with the message, but you still need to put time and effort into making good art. So, yeah, this, yeah okay. I, I remember what I was going to say. So Jesus tells us to be the salt of the earth. And so what does salt do? Makes, makes things salty. It makes things tasty. salty. It makes things tasty. It, it makes, brings out the flavor. And it dehydrates you. It makes you thirsty. Yeah. It makes you want. And so when he's talking to the woman at the well, he's like, hey. Are you salty? <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, you're, well, you're giving me this water. I can give you water that you won't ever be thirsty again. She's like, what? That's not even a real thing. And he's like. He's a great salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so he like draws her in and makes her ask questions. And eventually he does get to the like message and stuff. But like, but it's it's pulling her along to like engage in the conversation instead of like just, Hey, Hey, I'm Jesus. You sinner. Why don't you follow me? Yeah. Yeah. You have five husbands. You're a bad person. Like, it's not that it's like, he's like, she's like, why are you asking me for a drink? He's like, well, if you knew who I was, you'd actually be asking me for a drink. She's like, you have nothing to draw water with. It's like, Oh, my water. It's better than anything you've ever had. (laughs) You won't ever be thirsty again. She's like that. Tell me about this water. Yeah, He's like, got the Asani water. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what we're supposed to do. And so if yeah. you are a content creator, 
make things that make people thirsty, like that make them seek things out. Like you want to uh, <laughs> don't make things that make people thirsty. No. That sounds weird. Oh, sorry. <laughs> thirst make them trap thirst for the kingdom of God. Oh gosh, you guys in your weird slang. Right. Um, but you had said like uh, people know the story. So yeah. some of our college students, like some of this younger generation, um, this past year, like two students had no idea what the Christmas story was. They're like, well, what do you think nativities are? Like, I don't know, just stuff people put up around Christmas. Like, they didn't really? know. Yeah. And so, so more and more, yeah. that story is getting lost. There's a whole generation that grew up that mm-hmm. knew the Lord or the things that he had done. And so, I preach. Well, judges, I did preach on that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, because it's our job to tell those yeah. stories. And if we're doing a bad job of telling the stories, people don't want to hear it. And that's why mm-hmm. I think VeggieTales did a good job of breaking that stuff down. Um, right now, media, it's kind of the Christian Netflix and they have a kid section, mm-hmm. but yeah, but a lot of it is like puppet shows and things that like get across the Christian message and do a pretty good job at it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not anything that like you would put on Netflix and be like, Oh, yeah. this is great content. That's going to like get people thinking about these things. And so, and you can have different yeah. media pieces that have different goals. I think you can focus on making a really good story that has a good underlying message, or you can tell people, I mean, you can tell your kids the Bible stories and that doesn't have to be a theatrical production, but if you are trying to make a theatrical production, actually make it good. Yeah. And I, have been seeing, um, every once in a while it's the crowdfunded stuff like the chosen and there's, there is one about the life of David that looks actually pretty good. And so they're like, Hey, if you think this is like, it's like a little Mm -hmm. clip, like if you think we should make this into a full length animated feature film, then if you see one yeah. about the life of Joseph, don't, don't watch it because that's the next one after his only son. Oh, really? Yep. They, they, oh, no, at the end of the movie. They're making a sequel. Well, so Prince of Egypt and uh, yeah. the Joseph one were both like pretty well received. Joseph and the amazing Technicolor no, dream. Joseph and the it giant the, peach. It was, the same, <laughs> it was the same people that made uh, the... Uh, the Egypt one, Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. Yeah, okay. so they made a Joseph one. I think that. But, I mean, Prince of Egypt is Story phenomenal of. in a lot of ways, and like the music is incredible, and like on a very technical level. And so I think that it just goes to show what you were talking about is when you make something really good, like people will accept it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not like oh, they're throwing God down my throat. It's like. I can really appreciate the beauty of this content. Right. So, and, and that reminds me though, cause there was a Noah movie that came out and I was at a Christian conference and they showed the trailer for it. I was like, Oh, this looks really cool. And that movie like ended up being really weird because it was made by Hollywood and it was like, not yeah. like <laughs> not accurate at all. The rock people. And so oh, yeah. it was just really yeah. bizarro stuff. And then there was also the, was it gods and Kings or something that uh, Christian Bale was Moses movie that um oh yeah so and then the show kings oh which was about david and king saul and it was like more in a modern context though it wasn't good well it just was very not biblical yeah well yeah because it's It's like they take these biblical concepts and then they twist them that's true yeah because i mean a lot of the stories in the bible are pretty epic and if done well they would make very interesting movies yeah, right. I, I mean, um, David, like the life of David, the miniseries would be like great or like a trilogy movie. Um, you could make a kid's movie. I just want to see those mighty men. The 12. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. So, thirst trap. Thirst trap. Uh, uh, content that makes you thirsty. Oh, all you ladies out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
what in the world? This got really weird really oh, fast. No. no, but yeah, but I mean, you could take one of those stories of the Mighty Men and make like a like a great <laughs> right? movie. So, nice. not in a weird way. <laughs> so, It'll make you uh, thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's about all we, we need have. To just spice for. that up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening right now? All right, hey everybody, I'm Chris. I'm Adrian, and <laughs> I'm still here. I'm Jimmy. He's still got legs. <laughs> He's still got his legs, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>